Hello, and welcome to this podcast from Consider This. Please let me know what you think and tell others about us on social media. This podcast was originally broadcast live on Northumberland 89.7 FM. You can hear this show live every Friday at noon. Thank you for downloading this program, and I hope you enjoy it. Hello, I'm Robert Washburn, and welcome to Consider This Northumberland, a current affairs program dedicated to the issues facing our community. We talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life in Northumberland County. So I'm asking you, the listener, to take some time out of your busy day to consider this. Northumberland County is no stranger to Hollywood. Movies like It were filmed in Port Hope. Coburg is a favorite backdrop for the TV series Murdoch Mysteries. These make up a growing list of productions coming to the region. Local efforts to attract more productions exist in Port Hope and Coburg, along with other municipalities along the lakeshore from here to Quebec border. In this interview, Heather Haldane, co-chair of the Southeastern Ontario Production Accelerator Fund, and Albert Botha, a steering committee volunteer who lives in Northumberland, will describe the efforts to lobby the provincial government to create this special fund to supercharge the industry locally. If successful, it could bring up to $150 million in revenues to the region. Have a listen. I'm so pleased to have with me today Heather Haldane, the co-chair of the Southeastern Ontario Production Accelerator Fund, and Albert Botha, a steering committee volunteer who lives in Northumberland. Welcome to Consider This Northumberland. Thank you. Thank you. I want to start by outlining for listeners how much production work goes on in Eastern Ontario when it comes to movies and television. Quantity is one of those things where it's hard to define. Um, we are aware of productions that have gone, certainly taken place um, over the years and the, the importance of what we are, this steering committee, uh, working committee is trying to do is to actually bring more production to both Northumberland and the general Southeastern Ontario region. Albert, did you have anything you'd like to add? Yeah, over the last couple of years, we've we've seen quite an increase in production coming uh, into this area, especially in Port Hope, Coburg, um, uh, and, and also in Kingston, obviously. Kingston has really um, become a big center. So the idea with this whole thing is just to try and attract more business to come to um, southeastern Ontario. Now, there there have been past efforts by uh, local municipalities to encourage people to come down here into this region. Can you share some examples of smaller initiatives that have tried to encourage production? Maybe, Albert, you might start for us, please. Sure. I mean, this, the only initiative I Currently, is a tax uh, incentive that um, is is existing um, for productions shooting outside of what they call the boundary area, um, and we fall outside of that boundary area. So, therefore, there is a small tax incentive for people to come here, but it's not really that effective for low budget um, local productions. Um, it does help offset some of the costs for traveling and hotels for uh, large productions coming here. But uh, yeah, so far that, that's why we need this fund to help um, attract more business to come here to this area. 
Now, Heather, can you maybe characterize just what the environment's like? Do we do we have the talent down here? I mean, I know we have lots of great locations. We have beautiful downtowns and lovely uh, rural landscapes. I mean, there's all kinds of different places, I'm sure, that are beautiful to, to shoot on. But what about technical people, production people, um, other resources? Are, what's that like in Eastern Ontario? Can you help us? Well, I think we're, we're in terms of existing, and we believe there is a base here of create, you know, sort of in the creative community. <clears throat> um, and we've, you know, talked to both unions and um, certainly what we're hoping to do is to take some of the graduates from some of the local colleges and actually provide them jobs to stay in the region instead of moving out. Um, so I, I don't think, that, I think that there is existing, I think that part of what we'll be doing is increasing that base. You know, we'll be using both people who are living here already that sometimes travel to the city for work, but also we're we're hoping to build that more. That's part of what this fund is. Um, and we often compare ourselves to the North, um, which has a similar fund, by the way. And that that took many years to actually build in terms of the uh, you know existing crew, but it did it did do have that workforce growth, which is a huge component of of what this will become. But essentially, the, the fund itself is an incentive to try to build the level of business so that people can actually afford to stay here and work. Both of you have traveled around to various municipalities to garner support for this initiative. I'm also aware that Port Hope and Coburg have done some work in terms of policy and promotion. Uh, Albert, you mentioned before about the tax breaks, but they've also brought in, I mean, they have pages on their websites where you can get information. There's forms that can be filled out. Um, They've done a lot to try and encourage it. Could you maybe, Albert, explain what other municipalities have done, maybe that we're not aware of, maybe in Quinty West, in Belleville, Kingston? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we've we been trying and working with Dan Borowick, our economic development officer here in Northumberland County, trying to set up a film office um, for the region, for Northumberland County. Same as what uh, Kingston, for example, has a film commissioner um, um, full-time on staff, and that's all he does is promote film for that area. They have a very, very solid um, support group around them. In fact, they just shot one of a feature that was just shot there, all with almost 90% of it was all local crew, which makes a big difference. And that, uh, on your question about um, technicians or crew, production people, what's happened, especially during COVID and stuff, a lot of the crew members has moved out to this area. So they basically live either in Northumberland County or Prince Edward County or Belleville, but they have to commute to Hamilton or Toronto to go to work, which doesn't make any sense. So the idea would be to get those people to stay local, work local, on local productions. Heather, in early March, there was an announcement about an effort to get the provincial government to give $25 million for a Southeastern Ontario film and television fund. Can you take us back to the origins of this project? Um, uh, over three years ago during COVID, um, myself and um, my co-chair, John Galway, uh, looked to see what we could do in this sort of what we saw, thought would be, you know, a four to six month period 
where maybe not much was happening in the industry and, and follow up on some an idea that had been there for us for many years. That was to find for Southeastern Ontario a way to bring a film stream fund that was similar to the North. Um, and that fund has existed in the North for over 20 years. It's actually had sort of the, the longevity in it to now be studied to prove that it's got a re great return on investment, that, that that 25 million annually, which we, you know, it, 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 it provides a good baseline um, for productions to be, to be interested to come there. And then in the end, what has happened over the 20 year period is, is that many of many smaller companies have grown up and stayed there and provided, you know, sort of huge workforce. So John and I knew about that fund. We've been in the industry a long time. Our background is the industry. Um, we thought for the four to six months of COVID would really, you know, put us offside. We start this initiative and start talking about Southeastern Ontario because we live here. We love this region. We know as filmmakers that it is of interest to the industry. And the one thing that's holding it back is the fact that it does not have a similar incentive as the North to attract the business. The distance from the GTHA, the Greater Toronto Hamilton area, really adds a burden of cost to production and the incentive in the north has helped offset that cost and encourage people to come and stay longer. And so we felt that southeastern Ontario, comparably, in, you know, in terms of its its even uh, proximity to Toronto, would have a huge attractor to the industry if a similar fund were begun. So um, we began talking to MPPs, municipalities. Um, and really building the stakeholder awareness of what the potential for this was based on their increasing their knowledge of what happened in the North. And then um, over time, we've been uh, more and more successful in terms of talking to dis different ministries about this. So 25 million is an amount that we see as a real, you know, sort of starter piece. We, you know, after it, if, if we're successful in getting the, the implementation of that, we'd certainly like to see it, it, it increase if we can pr prove up the return on investment in Southeastern Ontario, we actually think it will be there. The, the one thing that we heard from the very beginning in this from different municipalities, including in your own area from MPPs is that they tried to get something like this going themselves. The smaller municipalities had tried to get something like this to attract uh, production because they knew from the, the, you know, the one or two opportunities that had come their way that it did actually bring great business to their region, to their area within the region, um, but but um, they were unable to keep that business coming. And so an incentive fund like this more or less um, begins to sort of start a bigger road for that to continue to happen. Uh, so that's what we said initially is that all individually, no single small municipality will be able to attract this. Even Kingston itself, which is a larger city um, ha and has put much more mu municipal money towards it, has not really been, been as successful as, as it could be in terms of building the base so that the that, that production continues to return. So we felt a regional approach, which was done in the North, is the best way to interest government say to them, here's a, you know, a, a large area of very interested municipalities and supporters and businesses who can see this return to coming to them and um, invest in that. Um, and so that's the basis on which many municipalities have come on board is that um, we call it the all, all, ships, all, all ships will rise approach. 
you know, bring that incentive to southeastern Ontario and, and many municipalities will see some benefit from this. Albert, what has been the response so far? Heather's given us a sort of a broad picture, but can you give us some specific examples of presentations you've made and the kinds of reactions that you're getting as, as you're talking? Yeah, I mean, we, we've got very broad support from all the MPPs in this area. Um, our own MPP, Dave, uh, Minister Pacini, has been really, really active in uh, getting this pushed down the line with a lot of difficulty <laughs> with uh, on some other levels that we're getting. But we have a lot of support from all the... And, and Heather has done numerous presentations. I know she just did one recently at the, the Warden's Caucus um, for Southeastern Ontario. That was very well perceived. Um, we've actually had a get-together in Toronto um, just last month, or no, the end of February, um, where we invited all the stakeholders, all the MPPs to come and just share our message again um, to get it across. So, yeah, I mean, from our list of stakeholders that are interested and willing and participating in this is endless. I mean, if you go on our website, you can see we have all the mayors of Southeastern Ontario, all the wardens, uh, all the MPPs, all the business development, uh, um, you know, economic development officers are all behind it. We're just waiting for the government to actually put their money where their mouth is, right? Yeah, we 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 approached this too, Robert, with a very specific uh, fund that we'd like to have this film stream fund operate within, and that's the Eastern Ontario Development Fund. So it's a very specific economic development fund. It defines the area quite well for us in terms of the reach across the region, um, and and so we then assessed where where the. Eastern Ontario Development Fund's original borders are or where they exist now and looked at how many MPPs were across that region. And we basically came up with 12 names. And of those 12, 11 of them are, of them are, are, are PC. And, and of that 11, four of them are ministers. And so we really focused on figuring out who were the government representatives um, and, and trying to, as I say, educate them and bring them on board. And uh, we really feel that there's been a huge uptake of interest from, I mean, there's there's no downside to government investing in this that we that, that we can discover. It, it proved itself in the North and we feel that this will be a great investment for various municipalities. Albert says we've got every single mayor, but I'm not sure we got every single mayor, but we've got a lot. And um, we, we've really done our business in terms of, you know, a proposal, a website, you know, letters of support, um, and now we really just need to get this through the final phase of, of you know, the Ministry of Economic Development, uh, finding some way to bring this within their EODF. The recent Ontario budget announced $58 million in additional support for the TV and film industry. Is that good news for your project? Uh, I don't any money that they're bringing to the film and television industry is not bad news. <laughs> But as Albert's mentioned, some of it is is through this tax credit incentive. Um, I actually, you know, if I were advising government, I could find a couple of ways for them to spend that fifty eight million. But they they did not specifically name southeastern Ontario um, and the uh, production accelerator fund, and that is actually a really a key piece. 
we feel that um, you know there's that 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 the regional focus of the Eastern Ontario Development Fund will mean that that money has the most impact. Um, we're not interested in we we are encouraging government to spend more money in this industry because it does, it is a, rep, a proven revenue generator. Um, but we feel that, that that the regional focus is actually really important to the way that any money that the government brings to the table is spent, um, because that will allow a, a smaller and more contained area to sort of become the next part of their studies. They studied it in the north, it proved itself in the north, and now we think southeastern Ontario, which is economically behind generally the rest of Ontario, would be the next region the government should be focusing on. Yeah. How do you how do you finance this? Is anybody putting money on the table or resources other than volunteer time? Albert, <laughs> I wish somebody would. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, I mean, what we've been at it for two and a half, almost three years now. And mm -hmm. it's really a completely volunteer committee. We did get a little bit of funding um, from some of the unions um, has, has chipped in some of the stakeholders who wanted to be make sure that this happened, but not a whole lot of money. Heather can expand on that. Well, we just fundraise as we need along the way, but I mean, you know, basically it's been a volunteer effort. It's, and that's, that volunteer effort has to become finite. I mean, all of us really have dedicated a lot of time and effort into this. Like I say, you know, from our point of view, We've presented this as a proposal to government. We've, you know, given them all the good background re resources that we have in terms of the research for this to prove it up as a case. We brought all these MPPs and various stakeholders on board. I've done pre-budget consultations. I've done municipal representations. You know, we've talked to the Eastern Ontario Wardens Caucus. We know there is support. It's really moving um, this in into, and we know actually that finance and the Treasury Board see this as an active file, that they're interested in this. They they have studied it and see that there is a real return on investment. So it really comes down to how does government implement this? Um, will they have the will to implement this within the ministry that we're recommending? One of the things that I was thinking about is how this might work, because uh, what we experience now, uh, it, at least uh, from what I can tell, is that it, it seems like there's companies from either Toronto or elsewhere. They come down, they do their work temporarily, and then they go back to Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm just wondering, how does do we make the transition that I think I'm hearing you say is that we that they stay here? Like, what is it yeah. we're we're looking for? Is it? Uh, I'm just trying to imagine. You know, what, what is it? Is it something permanent? Is there a, a film studio like we just heard Ryan Reynolds just announced in Markham? Or, you know, what what is it that we're going to see that's going to be different, that's going to turn around and, and be the kind of thing that you're imagining? I think with having this fund available, you'll see actual production houses move into the area and set up bases here, you know, set up their offices, whether it's in Coburg, Port Hope or Picton, uh, Belleville. Um, we've already seen that establishing in Kingston, where there's local film production set up in Kingston, um, and we hope to achieve the same here. And then that will eventually attract maybe a studio. I know there are some people looking around at the possibility of building a studio in the southeastern Ontario region. Nothing concrete yet, 
but there's definitely people looking around and people are interested in this area because what you've seen is Hamilton, London, Toronto has been so saturated um, with production that there's no more room for growth almost, you know, so the next logical area for growth will be our area. Yeah, we see this as really being additive. I'm sorry, Robert, I, uh, but I, but we see this as being additive. Um, and essentially, we really do the the interesting thing about this, the way that it's been set up in the north, that I think will really work well for here, is that you do have to have a you know a local provider you know as part of the application process. So that initially there's going to be a transition period. Our hope is that really there will be more companies that set up across region but essentially for every dollar that the government commits to a production you know there's minimums and and caps to this maximums um but for every dollar that they commit there has to be a spend proven in the region so you do an, an estimate originally about what you think you will actually spend in terms of accommodation and food and hires of, of local crew and there's lots of ways to hire people locally still um, and then, you know, you receive funding based on that estimate, but you actually have to prove it in the end too. So, you know, and, the, and film companies are used to doing that. That's not, a that's not difficult for them to do. So that is, in essence, if this money is going out the door and being represented as, as, as being, you know, providing benefits to the region, it actually has to be proven and it is proven and it, and it won't be that difficult for companies to do. And then over time, um, once it's like you can't, you know, uh, people often say, well, you know, I'd like to, you know, why don't we get some studios going here first? And I, you know, my feeling is you have to invest in people first. You have to make sure that there is really a way to support that industry here. And then those studio builds will, will really have a real reason to locate. It's a business. They're not going to be here, you know, sitting empty, waiting for that business. We have to build the business and the studios will fill them. One of the things uh, that you sent out in your press release was that uh, you had a revenue generation bar set at 150 million in year one for the region. What does that mean? Um, if we're, if we have a $25 million fund and, and, and are, are able to expend that, we have productions that come and say, we're interested in being in your area then we believe that the benefits out of that will be 150 million, you know, the five to one at least return on the money because that was proven in the North. That's what, you know, it, it will, it may, it will hopefully happen in year one, but it will definitely happen once you get past year one and probably increase from there. Um, in 2022, uh, the nor Northern Ontario which normally received somewhere between 25 to 30 million annually from the government for their film stream fund in the north. They increased that because of COVID up to 40, somewhere between 40 and 45 million. Well, they just reported from that increased spend in 2022 that the benefit to the region was 400 plus million. So increased, they increased the spend and they increased the benefit. So, you know, as I say, I think it's a real win-win across if the government invests in this region. Albert, you want to add something? 
No, it's like Heather said. I mean, it, it is a proven fact that it's a five to one return on investment, right? For, and that's where the money will go. If the government gives us that money, that will be an infusion into this area for tourism, you know, for suppliers, hotels, catering, all of that will benefit from it, right? So it really is an accelerator uh, on trying to get the economy that this region's economy is lagging behind the rest of Ontario. And it's also a proven fact. There are cynics out there. I'm sure that they'll say, look, it's not unusual for companies or investors to come to various places in Eastern Ontario and make big promises. I mean, we saw that with Coca-Cola and Coburg, plus the Cannabis Research Center and Cultivation Project in the old craft building. I mean, they start with big job projections and talk about lots of money. What's the difference here? What do you think is different about this, that, that it'll be sustainable and it, it will carry on? It's, it's a creative industry and it's across a number of different production companies. It's not just a, you know, it's not a single company. There is a, a huge amount of business that's attracted to Ontario. And essentially that they, the, in terms of sampling what the incentives are out there, they look at Ontario and, and say, you know, are there, are there some incentives that attract us? Is there the right crew and facility base to keep us coming? Um, and there's an assessment. And I can say quite honestly, as a Canadian producer, that more often than as an Ontario producer, that more often than not, I've had to chase that money out of province because my own province does not provide alternatives for me. The GTHA, the Greater Toronto Hamilton area, is so busy right now that it's very costly for Canadian producers. And the North is very busy now. And so if you if the incentive it, it the incentive itself is not the only reason, it's also the ability to, you know, uh, have a crew available to support the industry. And they're so busy in the North now that the incentive is is actually a, a bit of a detract, detractor in the, in the, in that you know if you can't support it with crew then then um, then I'm I'm spending a lot I as a producer I'm spending a lot of money that really maybe should be better going out of province where I can be guaranteed an incentive and a crew so we're just trying to add to the opportunities alternatives within Ontario we feel there's a lot of business that as uh, that Ontario itself has become well established in the in the larger world of not just one single you know large corporation but several different ones and that business will continue to return. If I had a magic wand and I waved it and suddenly that money started <laughs> flowing through, how fast or what steps would have to be taken to create that labor force that we've been referring to throughout our conversation? What would be the steps and how quickly would it ha could would it happen if it started flowing through, say, tomorrow? I think um, it'll take it'll take a couple of months, maybe a year to 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 at least get one or two really established crews up and running. Um, as I said before, we are very fortunate that there are quite a few crew members who's moved to this area who will be happy to work here. So we do have a, a jump on it. And then also what's coming out of the universities, out of Queens and also out of Loyalist College, um, there's a lot of opportunity there. And a lot of the unions are already looking at this area. 
Um, they're very active here. In fact, at, um, the DGC was at the event in Kingston um, just recently at their film festival, trying to attract uh, crew um, and uh, and are are actively recruiting members in this area. There's no doubt we're going to have some bumps. I mean, it, you know, it, yeah. it there it it happened in the north, struggled for many years. It will happen here. Um, you know, it, it won't be that perfect scenario for everybody immediately. It's just not going to happen. But the the other thing is, besides the interest that, as Albert said, in, in terms of you know the people that are already in the industry that maybe um, have to travel to other areas to work, um, we and the schools themselves churning out students that are continue to go to other places to work. Um, we know that there's a lot of you know what what I'll I'll start I'll say are, are sort of um, positions that don't require new training. When a production company comes to a town, they want to find out who the local suppliers are quickly. So there are a lot of people who are hired that are their knowledge is basically where they live. Um, they know who to reach out to to get this. They know where to go there. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, of really starting position, um, uh, there's a lot of work opportunities that don't require a lot of training either, depending on what kind of background you're in. If you're a, if you're a supplier or a contractor of some sort, um, you will know who that is locally and that will, be, that will have value to the industry. There is a real history of film and TV production in our region. I know there was a major film production studio in Trenton in the early part of the 20th century. Also, Marie Dressler is always someone who is paraded out when making connections locally with Hollywood. Are there others that we're not aware of? There's Peterborough um, that's had a lot of production. There's uh, Belleville Coburg that had a lot of production. Um, Belleville's had some, Prince Edward has attracted a bit, um, Kingston, and there's also Cornwall and Brockville that we haven't really talked about here. Um, we know there's a lot of interest as well. This area does go right out to the Quebec border um, and Renfrew itself is very, very motivated to get something like this to happen because again, that area, those areas that butt up against the Northern Fund sort of look across their little, you know, county line and say, wow, you know, that's bringing business to that region. And we're just like, you know, 10 kilometers away and we're not getting it because we're outside of the Northern boundary for that fund. So bring it on, like we'll find some way to attract business if there is something that is helping support us because the level that we can offer isn't enough and we can't do it alone. What's next? <laughs> well, our next uh, step is we're working with uh, um, MPP David Pacini, who is setting up a meeting for us with the Premier Doug Ford and the uh, ministers, like the Minister of Culture and Tourism, and hopefully the Minister of Economic Development, which we're not sure if he will attend. But uh, yeah, that is our next step. We are just waiting for a date to be set that uh, Minister Puccini is setting up right now. And that will be our hopefully last kick at the can to get this thing going. Yeah, we say it's our interest is finite, you know, in the sense of, you know, we've done everything and we need stakeholders now to stand, you know, basically to make it clear to their MPPs and, and to any of the ministers that, you know, this is something that we do really want. We 
we as a committee have been saying that we've been sending in the letters of support that have come our way, but it's almost like, um, you know, there's a wave here. We need to, that wave to carry a little bit further. Um, and, and what, besides this very important meeting that Minister Cheney is helping us set up um, to talk to the premier directly about how far we've come, we're also getting some of the industry people themselves that are existing as businesses, Canadian Ontario producers, that exist as businesses to sit down and spend a few minutes recording um, messages to government about the business that is being lost. You know, they, they are continuing to go out of province because there's no alternative in, in Ontario. They'd love to do more business in Ontario, but they they find that, that, you know, for all the reasons we've listed, that their only option right now is to go out of, out of province. And they're not they're They'd love to be able to move in, you know, more production into southeastern Ontario. So it's an opportunity the government really has to start listening to. Heather Haldane, Albert Botha, thank you so much for talking to me today. Thank Thanks you. That was Heather Haldane, co-chair of the Southeastern Ontario Production Accelerator Fund, and Albert Botha, a steering committee volunteer who lives in Northumberland. I want to thank my guests this week for talking to me, and I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in today. Please join me again next week when we will talk to the people on the front lines and those behind the scenes who make a difference in your life and Northumberland County. So please tune in. If you would like to listen or share this or any podcast, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. There you will find past podcasts, news, and other information about life and politics in Northumberland County. Or you can go to the radio station's website at northumberland897.ca. I'm Robert Washburn. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen in, and I hope over the week you will continue to consider this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Consider This. If you have any comments or would like to suggest a story, please contact me at considerthisnorthumberland at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook at Consider This. If you enjoyed this podcast or are looking for more news and information about Northumberland County, please check out my website at consider-this.ca. That's consider-this.ca. And don't forget to share. And again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for more from Consider This.